0: Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On the show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic And before I get to this week's set of stories, I just want to say thank you to everybody who sent in your messages, your comments, who checked out the last couple of episodes for season five. I really appreciate all the messages of support, of commiserating, people just letting me know that they checked it out for whatever it's worth. Doing this podcast has given people an excuse or a reason to check in with me, to send me a message, people who I otherwise probably wouldn't have messaged People na maybe do magpaparamdam if they hadn't checked out an episode of what I'd recorded so far. They, they would be messaging for the first time in a long time. And I actually appreciate it. So thank you for letting me know that you were curious enough to check out what it is I had to get off my chest. And I really appreciate you making On Deck with Stan a part of your streaming diet. Especially, you know, knowing that we only have so many hours in a day. And you only have so much time you can devote to streaming other people's content. And you choose to listen to my stuff. That means a lot. So thank you for that. Last week on the show, I talked about the reason, the story behind my very, very short-lived radio comeback. Womp womp. Uh, Sucks to be me, right? And this week, I did promise that I was going to get into whether getting into radio in 2023 was a good idea or not. Quick aside before I get into those thoughts. If you're noticing the major different yung audio quality, that it sounds like I'm in a studio other than my own, it's because I actually am in a studio other than my own. I'm actually at the podcast network Asia Studios. And in the three year history of this podcast, I've never recorded outside my home. I've never recorded outside my bedroom or my home studio. And that streak is officially over now that I'm recording physically right here at the podcast network Asia Studio. That's because I'm actually scheduled to do a studio recording for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast tonight, and I figured, ko na. Let me go over to the PNA Studio and schedule a recording for On Deck so we can hit two birds with one stone. And I'm really glad that I get to do it right here. So big shout outs to all of the producers here at Podcast Network Asia for doing all of the behind the scenes stuff, the legwork, the coordination. I really appreciate it, and. Like I say at the end of every episode, it makes every episode that much easier to produce for all of you. All right, the big question, should you get into radio in the year of our Lord, 2023? And I guess if you're thinking about getting into radio, despite all of my stories here on the podcast, well, you might have to think about it. You might have to answer several questions and determine what you want to get out of it. Now, if you are not a fan of radio, if you are not interested in getting into radio, well, first, thank you for listening. And second, I really appreciate you satisfying your curiosity by listening to these thoughts I'm getting out there. Now, if you are thinking about radio, you might want to ask yourself first, Do you want to be on a mainstream platform? Do you want to be on a medium that gets you heard or seen by a wider audience? Or are you the type of person who wants to add a cool job description or title to your Instagram or your LinkedIn? Are you the type of person who just wants to have a cool job by the mo on Facebook and you're waiting for all the virtual high fives and the congratulations and all the other good stuff that comes with it? Or do you want to use it as a training ground to be a better broadcaster or a better speaker? Because believe it or not, I've actually met people, very competent radio professionals, who have used the platform to become a better speaker, to become a more engaging personality on the mic. Pwede in a Or do you want to get into radio to see what other doors it could open for you? And... This is something I can relate to the most because as a broadcaster, as a host, a lot of the opportunities that have come my way have really come my way because of radio. So it opened so many doors. I met so many people, had so many opportunities to advance myself in terms of career, in terms of networking because of radio. So it really depends. And while it sounds like major am judgmental with some of the things that I asked, Honestly, there is no right or wrong answer here. Like, you could ask yourself all these questions and you could say yes or no to any of them, and it doesn't make your reason to get into radio any less valid. Now, should you get into radio if you're expecting to get that bag? The answer is probably not. And if you're a long-time listener of this podcast, you'll know that you're probably not going to survive if radio is the only source of income that you have. Isn't my a Bible saying that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God? Wow, I can't believe I just quoted it word for word. I was about to say that the reality is a man does not live alone by the income from radio. So there. Now, even if you plan to leverage being a DJ for other jobs in entertainment, like say you're an events host or you're a VO talent and you want to hike up your rates because you have a bigger platform because of radio. The honest to God truth is it might take a while until you can actually raise your prices or your rates if you don't have a manager. Because Newsflash, a lot of us are freelancers and we handle our own shit. We handle our own bookings. We handle our own price management. We handle our own schedules and all of that. So if you're expecting a radio job to automatically make you a more expensive host to book, you've got another thing coming. Now, if you're a listener of this podcast, I'm going to assume, nah, you prefer listening to English-speaking radio stations. And if I'm wrong, then thank you for proving me wrong. And I'd like to know why or how you found this particular podcast. But if you prefer listening to English-speaking radio stations, and if you want to apply to one, I'm probably going to burst your bubble here. Because you have to know that an English-speaking radio station is probably one of the worst places to apply for a job right now. And here's why. See, an English-speaking radio station in Metro Manila is among the businesses that got hit hardest by the pandemic. And a lot of these stations haven't fully recovered three years after the fact. Uh, You'll probably notice that a lot of people are getting furloughed or let go. Sales aren't coming in like they used to. Uh, You might notice that they probably aren't playing as many commercials as they used to about a decade ago or even five years ago. You might even notice that several English-speaking stations in Metro Manila that used to operate 24-7, no longer do. That they there's sign-off. Music and programming, you'd have people signing in and signing off at like 1am, 2am, 5am, 6am, they sign off sila to make way for the morning show. Nowadays, that's not even common anymore. Nowadays, the sign-on shows are at 7am. Usually, my butas na at around 10am. You're not going to hear anyone between 10 and like 1, 2, 3, maybe 4pm. That's more common now for English-speaking stations. And that's because you're cutting a lot of costs by relying on automated programming or by signing off altogether after 10, 11 p.m., maybe midnight. Because imagine this. If you sign off after 11 p.m. or midnight, you're on manpower because you don't have to have a DJ. You don't have to have somebody loading automated programming. You don't have to pay overtime fees for people who have to be at work beyond a certain time. You're on electricity because you get to turn off your transmitter, deba. Right? So dun palang sobrang tipid na for a radio station, especially if that station is hypothetically struggling, di ba? In terms of their finances, you might also notice, like I said kanina, na nga, some of these stations butas narin yung daytime programming nila, like after a certain time in the day, walana pumapasok na DJ. That's part of the cost cutting as well. Now, with all that being said, may parang radio stations na English speaking that seem to be operating like they did pre-pandemic. And good for them, you know? Some of them are sustainable enough that they've even brought back the student DJ programs, which understandably had to take a step back because of COVID, because of the lockdowns, and because, you know, with less people coming into the station, wala not magta to train the students, diba right? But now the student DJ programs are back. And if you're thinking about getting into radio and let's say you are still a college student, then take this as a sign from the universe, all right? Because a student DJ program is probably your best bet If you want to get into radio, here's why. For starters, it's a great time to get into radio because you're still young and you're still figuring out what you want to do. So there isn't as much pressure to really treat this as your main gig and your primary source of income. If you fail, if you suck, okay lang. You know, you can move on. You can choose a different career path. It's not going to make you any less of a human being. It's not going to make you any less attractive. It's not going to make you any less smart or whatever. And there isn't really as much pressure to like make money right now because you are still in school. But for the most part, I'm assuming that the need to provide for yourself isn't there, right? Again, I could be wrong because you might be a working student and you might be supporting or you might be needing to support yourself or your family while you're still in college. But the reason I say na there's less pressure is because as a student DJ, they kind of do expect you to still make your mistakes. In fact, to quote Miss Frizzle from The Magic School Bus, being in college or being a student DJ is the best time to take chances, make mistakes and get messy. This is a time when you can learn your craft and develop your voice, develop that personality and hopefully after making those mistakes and correcting those mistakes because you're being trained by somebody who really knows what they're doing hopefully that leads to you being absorbed by the radio station and getting offered a full-time job, an actual time slot, an actual show. Being a student DJ is also good for the ecosystem of radio in general because that means that there are DJs who are already hired, who already have a job, whose responsibility it is to train you. Because ideally, radio stations should have an in-house talent pipeline in the event that a DJ needs to vacate their spot for whatever reason. Like say, nila or they got fired, or they gotta migrate, or proverbially knocking on wood here, sana wala namang namatay. But you know what I mean, right? Like, let's say a spot opens up, a radio station should ideally have a pipeline, a talent pool to get new DJs in kung kailangan. That's kind of how I got my job to begin with, actually. See, being a student DJ is different from being an actual DJ because some personalities, some veterans might look at you as a threat if you're coming in as a DJ right off the bat. They might not want to help you out kung magpapaturo ka, ba? as a DJ right away as opposed to a student where chances are major pressure to let to teach you because you're already part of the family. You're already part of the team and they have to kind of be nicer to you because you're a student. Nobody wants like a harassment issue on their hands, right? If some veteran DJ was mean to a student DJ for whatever reason because it's like abuse of power or whatever. So I'm assuming that they would have to be nicer to you. So that might actually be in your favor. Now, they don't see you as competition and that they actually train you right from the get go. Now, I'm talking about the English speaking radio stations because obviously union pinanggalingan ko that's the arena that I know pretty well. I wish I knew enough about the massa stations to tell you about how to get in there or if their sales or their businesses have recovered from the pandemic era, but the fact of the matter is I don't really know a whole lot. Hindi naman ako sa massa stations. I don't know a lot of massa personalities, so I don't know what their business is like. If you're a foreign listener, how do I explain masa stations? It's basically a radio station that speaks colloquial Filipino, colloquial Tagalog. It's really targeted towards the masses. That's why they're called masa stations. And they try to go for the lowest common denominator feel. I guess that's a very rudimentary way of explaining what a masa station is. All I know about masa stations is that they do have open auditions from time to time. And that's mostly because they don't really have student DJ programs. Gets ko naman, eh, weird, di ba, kapag nagka student DJ program yung Masa Station, parang hindi siya aligned with the branding. Whenever I do get to tune in to a Masa Station, I have noticed that I still hear commercial breaks that last for a good few minutes. Which means na, they have as many as three, four, five commercials that air in that span of time. Which is a stark contrast to English-speaking radio stations whose commercial breaks would last about a minute if they're lucky. And that's not good for business because it means that they only played one, two, maybe three commercials in a minute if they're lucky. And malamang sa malamang, one of those two commercials aren't really commercials that are meant to promote a product of a client. These are station plugs or merch plugs, which are meant to promote the station's own programming. So that's when you know na ah, okay, this station is probably struggling because yung commercial break nila. Puro merch plug na yung pinapatugtog, and it's not commercials by actual paying clients. Another thing I'm noticing from Massa Stations is how radio dramas seem to be making a comeback. I mean, they never really disappeared, but these days, the radio dramas, they actually sound more contemporary. I don't know if you've ever heard a radio drama in 2023. I've been lucky enough to have actually caught some of them whenever I get my haircut at my nearby barber. I've noticed that the voice actors sound a bit younger. They sound more colloquial. Yung language is more common Tagalog. Hindi yung parang Tagalog, which is meant to attract a younger crowd. And if you want to get into radio for a Massa station where the money has always been, maybe that could be your way in. I don't know. If you're looking at, say, AM radio, that's a different ballgame altogether. And that's an arena I haven't dabbled much in myself, but that could also be another way in. The problem with AM radio naman is it could have its own barriers. For starters, to be a paid AM broadcaster or commentator, you might have to already be an established name, like dapat newscaster kana, dapat anchor kana. You likely have to be already a credible commentator and know your way around local issues or national news, diba? Right? If you wanna host your own talk show, possible pa naman, even in 2023, but the way to do it might be through what we call block time programming. What that means is bibili ka ng airtime. And an example of this is you're going to buy 1 hour every Monday night from 8 to 9 p.m. So that's what you call your block time. And during that 1 hour, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want with your show. You want to play music, you want to host a talk show, some magpatawa, mag stand-up comedy on the radio. Yeah, you can do that as long as it's within the station's rules and you don't violate any policies and rules of the KBP. But when you do the block time thing, you have to know that the station won't pay you because you are paying them to have that airtime because that's how they make money. So if you want to be a block timer, puporpayan sa station na pagbibilhan mo ng airtime. For you to recoup that investment and to make your money back, you'll have to sell your own ad spots. So bahala na to not only make your own show but to also sell that show to potential advertisers. And the whole block timing thing is not new at all. In fact, it's one of the more traditional ways for a station to make money. Uh, The thing is, I'm just not sure how lucrative that is in 2023. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that there are still ways for you to get into radio in 2023. Uh, Some of them are old school some of them are a little bit more new school, like trying to get into voice acting for radio dramas. Of course, there is TikTok. I'm not going to deny that TikTok has been a stepping stone for some people to get into radio. Maybe people have discovered that, oh, yeah, my voice actually does sound good on this USB microphone that I'm using for my streams or whatever, you know? Or my personality kapala kaya ang dami mong likes and views on TikTok. It has become a viable opportunity for some people on TikTok to get into radio and cross over through different platforms. By and large, I don't think there's like a standard way to actually get into radio, especially given the dynamics of the business in 2023. It's very different than, say, in the States where satellite radio is a thing. Normal terrestrial radio is still a thing and they've got all sorts of radio stations for different markets all over the different states and territories in the US. Like like sports radio is huge over there. Dito we have sports shows. That's it. Like if you're lucky to catch a sports themed show, suerte mona. It's not like the states where these programs are all a dime a dozen. So, I guess this episode has been a very long and roundabout way of saying that radio today is way more unpredictable and difficult to maneuver than it ever has been. And that's not a knock on anyone. That's not an insult. To quote LA Knight from the WWE, that's just a fact of life. Ganun lang talaga yung industry today. And it's not fun. I wish it were different. Eh, wala, eh. But I hope that somehow this mini guide into getting into radio or discerning whether or not radio is still a viable career path in 2023, can help somebody out. Maybe it could steer you in the right direction to give it a shot. Or maybe it turns you away from the industry for now. And maybe you can use this time to wait for an opportunity for when things get a little bit better. So make of it what you will. If you want to be optimistic about it, great. If you end up saying that Stancy has turned you off from radio in 2023... (laughs) because that's your interpretation of it, right? But that's really it. That's all I wanted to say. But I just wanted you to know that in case you decided that radio was something you wanted to try out in 2023. For the rest of On Deck with Stan C season five, I plan into just looking at these trends I've noticed about radio and listener behavior and just looking into where radio fits into our life here in Metro Manila or here in the Philippines in 2023. I'll still be bringing in some guests, some old friends, maybe some new ones to talk about their experiences with the industry, whether they're still in it or out of it like I am. And like I said, if you have any suggestions on topics, guests that you want to hear on this podcast, hit me up, let me know. It's at underscore Stancy on Twitter and on Instagram. And at this point, let me open the mailbag as well. If you have any questions about the things I've talked about or about radio in general, send them my way at underscore Stan C on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm definitely doing another mailbag episode that's coming up later this season. In the meantime, I'm going to sign out. My studio time's almost up and I got to take some cool pictures for Instagram as well. So I'm going to cut it off right here. I just want to say thank you again to the wonderful Podcast Network Asia team for all of the good work that they do. And thank you to every listener, subscriber, streamer, follower of the podcast. It really means a lot that you spend your time listening to my rants and my thoughts about this wonderful thing called radio. All right. As I get out of here, just remind you one last time to stay safe, stay healthy and don't be a dick. Stancy.